This is chapter 4, The Harappan Civilization, 2600-1900 BCE. Look, this chapter which is of 50 pages is one of the major chapter. Three previous year question in last five years connect to this chapter. All major Harappan sites we will see here and lots of trivia about Indus Valley Civilization. It talks about everything related to this civilization. First of all, be ready with the map given on the first page of the notes. It is a very important map. Remember all the Harappan sites name as much as possible. The Harappan civilization was the first urban culture in South Asia. Some of the Neolithic, Neolithic, Chalcolithic and Chalcolithic sites were roughly contemporaneous with the Harappan civilization and interacted with it. Two important facts. In 1920, Dayaram Sahani started excavating Harappa. In the next year, 1921, Rakhal Das Banerjee, R.D. Banerjee for short, he started excavating Mohanjodaro. I repeat, in 1920, Harappa excavated by Dayaram Sahani and Mohanjodaro excavated by R.D. Banerjee in 1921. The formal announcement of the discovery of the Indus or Harappan civilization was made in 1924 by Sir John Marshall who was Director General of ASI in that year. And this announcement was made almost a century after Charles Mason had wandered over the mounds of Harappa and sensed that there was something significant about the place. Here is something very important trivia. Just a trivia, not in exam, they won't ask this. But as of now, do you know, there are around 1,022 Harappan sites, out of which 616 are in India and 406 in Pakistan. And out of all these 1,022 Harappan sites, only 97 sites excavated yet. Three phases of Harappan culture. Look, there is no consensus, consensus in the dates. These are just approximate duration. We divide Harappan culture in three phases, early Harappan, mature Harappan and late Harappan. Early Harappan from 3200 to 2600 BCE, mature Harappan from 2600 to 1900 BCE and late Harappan from 1900 to 1300 BCE. There are several mature Harappan sites where there is no early Harappan level. For example, Lothal, Desalpur, Chanhudado, Mithathal, Alamgirpur, and Ropar. The largest settlements include Mohanjodaro, Harappa, Ganvediwala, Rakhigadi, and Dholavira. Mohanjodaro, Harappa, and Kalibanga have a similar layout consisting of a raised citadel complex and a lower city. At Lothal and Surkotada, the citadel complex is not separate. It is located within the main settlement. A striking feature of Harappan structures is the uniformity in the average size of bricks. The ratio is important to remember 1 is to 2 is to 4. Whereas the sizes of bricks were 7 by 14 by 28 for houses and 10 by 20 by 40 centimeter for city walls. But if you see the ratio, it is uniform for both types of bricks. 1 is to 2 is to 4.
both these brick sizes have an identical ratio of thickness, width and length. Now we will see profile of some major Harappan cities and villages. Only important one. Mohanjodaro. The site is located on banks of Indus River in Pakistan's Sindh province. Notable for the Great Bath, Granary and College of Priests. They can ask this uh, phrase in my opinion like College of Priests situated in which Harappan city. So it can be Mohanjodaro. In Mohanjodaro, there is a structure originally identified as a hammam or hot air bath and later as the great granary. Mohanjodaro is noted for its large number of wells, 700 are there, about one in every third house. And remember, it is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Chanhudaro This is 130 km south of Mohanjodaro. This is a single mound site with no fortification and Chanhudaro was an important center of craft activity. Coming to Harappa, it is on the banks of Ravi river and note that it is still on tentative list of UNESCO heritage site. Kalibanga, it is on the banks of Ghaggar river in Rajasthan. It gets its name from the thick clusters of black bangles lying all over the surface of its mounds. Bengal making was an important craft here. Large number of fire altars found here at one mount. Next site is Banavali. It is on bank of Rangui river in Haryana. Lots of stone weights in small denominations were found. Evidences of fire altars also here. Lothal. This can be very important site due to a museum announcement here in last union budget if you remember. I think it was 2020-21 budget when Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman announced that Loth at Lothal there will be a maritime heritage complex museum will be established. Hence this site can be important for next exam. It is located between the Sabarmati river and its tributary, the Bhogavo in Saurashtra in Gujarat. Today, sea is far, but at one time, boats from the Gulf of Cambe could have sailed right up to the place. The most distinctive feature is dockyard, which lies on the eastern edge of the site. The dockyard had provisions for maintaining a regular level of water by means of a sluice gate and a spill channel. Next site, Dholavira already asked in 2021 exam but ready with other facts about this site. It is also known as Kotada Timba locally in Gujarat. It is located on Khadir Island in the run of Kutch. The site seems to be looking out towards the sea and it must have been an important stopping point on busy maritime trade routes. Dholavira consisted of not two but three parts. This is a very special feature of this site that it consisted of not two but three parts, the citadel, middle town and a lower town. The city had an impressive and unique water harvesting and management system. The site is flanked by two streams, the Manhar and Mansar. Dams were built across these to channelize their water into reservoirs. Several large deep water cisterns and reservoirs located in the citadel 
and lower town preserved precious stores of rainwater. This site conferred UNESCO World Heritage Tag in 2021, first such Harappan site in India. Now there is also an important Harappan site because it is given in the box. It is Shikarpur of Gujarat. Here thousands of animal bones were unearthed in the excavations. There were cut marks and signs of charring on some of the bones indicating slaughtering and cooking. The wild animals included wild buffalo, nilgai, chosinga, black buck, gazelle, various kinds of deer, wild pig, wild ass, jackal, hare and rhinoceros. The domesticated animals included cattle, buffalo, sheep, goat, horse, debatable animal, we will see further, then pig and dog. The evidence shows that the consumption of meat of domesticated animals was an important part of the diet of the people of Shikarpur. The sources of information on the subsistence pattern of the Harappans consist of plant remains, animal bones, artifacts, motifs on seals and pottery, and analogies with modern practices. Harappan Agriculture The crop remains identified here included various types of barley, wheat, rice, horse gram, green gram, chickpea, field pea, grass pea, sesamum, melon, watermelon, dates, grapes, and the earliest evidence of garlic. In Gujarat, rice is a kharif crop and it must have been so in Harappan times as well. Farmers must have built bunds, embankments of mud or stone to divert river water. Irrigation canals have been found at Shortugai. Now Shortugai is also important site, you will see further. Animals of Harappa Bones of wild animals have been found at Harappan sites. These include many varieties of deer, pig, boar, sheep, goat, ass and pig. Bones of tortoise and fish have also been found. Rhinoceros bones occur only at Amri. This is important fact that rhinoceros bones occur only at Amri. Although this animal is depicted on numerous seals and in terracotta figurines. Elephant and camel bones occur in very small quantities although the elephant appears on seals. Tigers are represented often in figurines, leopards more rarely. Rabbits, peacocks, pigeons, ducks, monkeys and wild fowl are represented in figurines and paintings on pottery. The discovery of marine catfish bones at Harappan suggests that coastal communities may have traded in dried fish in inland cities. Cattle and buffaloes were the most important domesticated animals. Goats and sheep could have been used for meat, wool, milk and as pack animals. They are still used to carry loads of salt and grain in some of the Himalayan stretches. Dog figurines suggest the domestication of dog. Now, the issue of horse is controversial. Remember 2017 question on this. Horse remains have been reported at Harappa, Lothal, Surkotada, Kuntasi and Kalibanga and at superficial levels at Mohanjodaro too. But it is not easy to ascertain whether the bones in question belong to half-ass or domesticated horse. So you see, there is no consensus over a remain of an animal. Some says, oh, it's a horse. Some says, are you mad? It's an ass. So it's a subject debate still going on. 
so the issue of horse is very subjective in nature there is no consensus even today now coming to harappan pottery pottery kilns were found at mohenjo-daro harappa nosharo and chanhudaro there is a great variety of pottery including black on red gray buff and black and red wares coat diji has distinctive pottery with depiction of the horn deity harappan craft works apart from ceramic vessels the harappans also made and used metal ones terracotta masks have been found at mohenjo-daro and harappa harappans made cotton and woolen textiles Mesopotamian texts mention cotton as one of the imports from Meluha, Meluha an area which included the Indus Valley. Traces of cotton cloth were found at Mohenjo-daro. Another distinctive Harappan craft was the making of hard, high-fired bangles known as stoneware bangles. Nageshwar Gujarat was exclusively devoted to shell working and specialized in making bangles. Chanhudaro and Balakot were important centers of shell work the harappan civilization is marked by large number of copper objects ganeshwar jodhpura cultures ganeshwar site is also in rajasthan and famous for its copper objects apart from making artifacts out of pure copper harappan's craft persons alloyed copper with arsenic tin or nickel many copper furnaces were found at harappa and copper workshops were found at lothal a hoard of jewelry made of gold silver and semi precious stones was found at the small village site of alladino in pakistan harappans at least those of gujarat may have had some familiarity with iron smelting now there were two important crafts seal making and bead making first we will see seal making craft most of the seals are square or rectangular in shape but few cylindrical and round seals have also been found most of the seals are made of steatite most of the seals have a short inscription two fine silver seals with the unicorn motif were discovered at mohenjo-daro and some copper and soapstone ones were found at lothal motifs include the elephant tiger antelope crocodile hare hump bull hump bull buffalo rhinoceros and the one horned mythical animal referred to as a unicorn the unicorn motif is found at almost all sites where the seals have been found including the mesopotamia at mohenjo-daro over 60% of the seals have this motif while it occurs on about 46% of the seals at harappa Certain representations on seals are also relevant. For instance, a seal showing a nude woman, head towards, with legs apart, and a plant issuing from her vagina, is often interpreted as a prototype of Shakambari, the Earth Mother. So this Shakambari may be important. The Harappan seals, ceilings, amulets, and copper tablets depict a number of trees, plants, and animals. some of which may have had cultic significance the people tree appears more often a seal found at mohenjo-daro shows a row of seven figures male or female doubtful 
with long braids standing in front of a peepal tree which has a horned figure standing in it. Because there are seven, scholars have speculated that there may be a connection with the later traditions of the seven rishis or the seven mothers. The bull, a symbol of male virility in many ancient cultures, seems to have been particularly important. A very sophisticated terracotta bull found at Mohanjo-daro. The composite animals, tiger-human, bull-elephant, ram-bull-elephant, and the unicorn depicted on some seals and ceilings may also have had some sort of religious or mythological significance. Pashupati seal. This is important. Harappans also worshipped a male god represented on a statite seal discovered at Mohanjo-daro, usually referred to as the Pashupati seal. This shows a male figure with a buffalo horn headdress seated on a dais. He is flanked by four animals, elephant, rhinoceros, water buffalo and tiger. Beneath the dais are two antelopes or ibexes. Now coming to bead making craft. A new type of cylindrical stone drill was used to perforate beads of semi-precious stones. Such drills have been found at sites such as Mohanjo-daro, Harappa, Chanhudaro and Dholavira. They made beads out of statite, agate, carnelian, lapis lazuli, shell, terracotta, gold, silver and copper. The bead making tradition in Gujarat today gives us clues on how the Harappan craftsperson may have made their beads. Bead making factories found at Chanhudaro and Lothal. Khambat in Gujarat is one of the largest centers of stone bead making in the world even today. Taking the process from start to finish, it would have taken over almost a year to make a belt of 36 beads of the kind found at Aladino. Some sculptures in stone and metal. Now these are information given in boxes, so I am covering it here. Hence these are important. Two fine stone torsos of a male figure were found at Harappa. A seated stone ibex or ram at Mohanjodaro and a stone lizard at Dholavira. The only large piece of sculpture is that of a broken seated male figure from Dholavira. Two bronze female figurines were found at Mohanjodaro. One of them has become famous as the dancing girl. Do you know, John Marshall named her the dancing girl. Next is our priest king. The stone bust of a male figure found at Mohanjodaro have been given the label priest king. However, whether he represents a priest or king or both is far from uncertain. The same is the case with a large damaged seated figure found at Dholavira. It's interesting to note that female figurines, including those with possible religious significance, are found in large numbers at sites such as Mohanjodaro, Harappa and Banavali, but not at sites such as Kalibanga, Lothal, Surkotada or Mithatal. Weights and Measures Cubical weights made of chert, chalcedony, black stone, etc. have been found at all excavated sites and their accuracy all over the Harappan culture zone is remarkable. The system is binary in the small weights and decimal in the higher weights. Largest weight found at Mohanjodaro weights around 11 gram. 
Now coming to trade networks. One of the important aspects of Harappan trade is the identification of the sources of major raw materials used by the Harappans. Most varieties of semi-precious stone used for bead manufacture came from Gujarat. The exception is lapis lazuli which was probably obtained from Afghanistan although it also occurs in the Changai hills in Baluchistan. Bronze and terracotta models of carts have been found at various sites. Traders must also have transported their merchandise across long distances in caravans of pack animals such as oxen, sheep, goats and donkey. Towards the end of the mature harpan phase, there is evidence of the use of the camel. Boats are depicted on seals and molded tablets and clay models have been found at Harappa and Lothal. It's likely that the Indus saw a certain amount of riverine traffic. There was also a coastal route linking the Gujarat sites such as Lothal and Dholavira to sites such as Sutkangadore on the Makran coast. The most important evidence of trade with Afghanistan comes from Shortugai. Now Shortugai is a Harappan trading post in Afghanistan. Shortugai also has some unique features like dry farming, small irrigation canals, etc. The site seems to have been connected with the lapis lazuli mines nearby. There is literary as well as archaeological evidence for Harappan trade with Mesopotamia. Mesopotamian records of the time of King Sargon refer to ships from the lands of Dilmun, Magan and Meluha tied at capital city Akkad. Dilmun can be identified with Bahrain and Magan with the Makran coast in Oman. Meluha may have been a generic term for areas lying to the east of Mesopotamia including the Indus Valley or it may refer specifically to the Indus Valley. Now, you must uh, read that table given in the book, oh sorry, in the notes PDF about the major Harappan trade items, what Harappan people imports and what Harappan people exports to other parts of the world. Like lapis lazuli, in, if I talk about the major imports by the Harappan society, so they imported these items, lapis lazuli, from Afghanistan, Changai Hills of Baluchistan, Jade from Turkmenistan, Tin from Kazakhstan, and from Mesopotamia, they imported raw wool, woolen garments, silver, fish, and grains. Now, what Harappan people exported? They exported these items carnelian beads to West Asia, ivory objects to Afghanistan, Turkmenistan and Persian Gulf and to Mesopotamia they exported copper, ebony, dog, cat, monkey, gold and silver. These are just some very basic uh, tradable items. These are not very specific okay if they exported only silver so they couldn't have imported it. They also imported silver but also exported silver. So have a brief and rough idea about all these items. It is important actually. A seal of the Persian Gulf type was found at Lothal. The maritime route to Mesopotamia may also have been used. Lothal and Kuntasi on the Fulki river 4 km from the coast, Dholavira 
in runoff kutch so the maritime route to mesopotamia may also have been used and about it lothal kuntisi dhulavira and the sites along the coast of kutch no doubt played an important role in maritime trade biggest mystery is harappan writing even today it is undeciphered most of the inscriptions are very short with an average of 5 signs the longest one has 26 signs there are 400 to 450 basic signs and the script is logosyllabic it means each symbol is stood for a word or syllable it was generally written and meant to be read from right to left this is reversed on the seals there are a few instances however of writing from left to right also longer inscriptions that consisted of more than one line were sometimes written in the bostrophedon style this style means consecutive lines starting in opposite direction left to right then right to left then left to right then right to left this is the bostrophedon style of writing the dholavira signboard may or may not indicate a high level of urban literacy but it does indicate a civic use of writing a triangular terracotta cake found at kalibanga has a carving of a horned deity on one side and an animal being dragged by a rope by a human on the other suggesting the practice of animal sacrifice the most striking evidence suggesting ritualistic practices comes from the fire altars found on the citadel mound at kalibanga fire altars we found many fire altars at kalibanga these altars are pits in which offerings were made into the fire as part of sacrificial rituals fire altars have also been reported at banavali lothal amri nageshwar and wagad in gujarat and at rakhigadi in haryana but it's only at kalibanga and banavali that they may have signified some community event in the other cases they seem to be they seem to have been associated with domestic rituals not a single structure found at any harappan site can conclusively be identified as a temple it's very important fact not a single structure found at any harappan site can conclusively be identified as a temple an unusual terracotta figurine found at nosharo shows a male with feminine headdress holding an infant incidence of malaria among the harappans has also been identified occupational groups of harappan society almost every kind of occupation was there at the time farmers herders hunter gatherers crafts people fisher folk merchants sailors rulers administrative officials ritual specialists architects carpenters brick masons well diggers boat makers sailors sculptors shopkeepers sweepers garbage collectors and so on the communication system standardization in artifacts site specialization mobilization of labor for public works the establishment of the trading outpost of shortugai all these things indicate a level of economic complexity and the existence of a state archaeological evidences indicate very clearly that the harappan culture underwent a gradual process of deurbanization the mature harappan phase was followed by a post urban phase known as the late harappan phase in sindh 
the late harappan phase is represented by the jhukar culture at sites such as jhukar chanhudado and amri around the time that people were abandoning mohenjodaro the people of rojdi in saurashtra were expanding and rebuilding their settlement the data suggests an eastward and southward shift of settlements and people the data suggests remember this an eastward and southward shift of settlements and people some of the late harappan sites such as kudavla in cholistan bait dwarka in gujarat and demabad in the upper godavari valley can be described as urban but they are few and far between a notable development in the late harappan phase was the diversification of agriculture at pirak in baluchistan there was the beginning of double cropping rice and millets were found at late harappan levels at harappa pulses included lentil field pea grass pea kulthi green gram and chickpea not important almond and walnut shells were found the general picture presented by the late harappan phase is one of a breakdown of urban networks and an expansion of rural ones there is an overlap between the late harappan and painted gravier culture and ochre colored pottery culture i know it was a long read but this chapter deserves this much at least curating content for harappa is never easy because of lots of subjectivity in things potential questions apart from subjective things like presence of horse which upsc won't ask again it was so debatable so don't worry focus on location of sites in which state they are and if any river passes near to it so do that this can be asked in match type of questions as they are the pattern be ready with shortugai fire altars means all the tick marked boxes in the pdf things must be on your fingertips at least these things features of late harappan phase may be a potential question because keyword like diversification of agriculture has been mentioned in one of the pyq though it was modern indian history related question but i am just connecting the wires see you in the next chapter